0: Imagine if Christ got to the well in Samaria, looked down at the woman and went, you adulterous excuse for a woman. Go thee to an altar and fast, pray and sacrifice immediately. He didn't. His method of ministry was relational, like a shepherd watching over his herd flock. It made all the difference to those who were lost.
1: Offering information for your mind, enabling transformation for your heart, A weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. Sabbath School U.
0: Welcome. My name is Josh Rosales, and today's lesson talks about how to be saved. But before we get started, uh, let's introduce our guest who will also share something about themselves.
2: Hello. My name is Tiffany, and I am from Maryland. I just finished my freshman year at Oakwood University, and one thing I like to do is travel.
3: Hi, my name is Heather. I'm also um, calling Maryland my home. And um, one thing I like to do is to cook. I love being in the kitchen and I love creating new things.
1: Okay, very good. Hi, I'm Tanya Muganda. I'm from Maryland, but my family's originally from Tanzania, so I represent both cultures. And I'll be graduating this weekend my master's in children and family ministry.
0: Very good. Now, before we get started, uh, would someone like to uh, read the the verse, uh, the key verse for the lesson, as well as have
3: prayer? Josh, I'll go ahead and do that. Okay, All right. Our verse is John 3, 14 and 15. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Let us pray together. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much for being with us here today. And I ask that you send your Holy Spirit to be with each and every one of us as we discuss and learn more about you in this discussion today. And I once again thank you for all your many blessings and bless this conversation. In your wonderful name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: So ladies, why don't we first start off with in what ways have you each of you experienced God's love?
2: Well, I can recall um, a specific example of when I've experienced God's love. And one verse that um, has helped me to realize that this was God showing his love for me is um, Romans chapter (coughs) 8, verse 31. And it says, what shall we then say these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? And um, I remember when I was trying to raise money to go on a mission trip to Tanzania, actually. And um, I was supposed to go my sophomore year of high school, but I didn't get the funds. And I really, really wanted to go. And I was just like, Lord, if this is your will for me to go, just bless me with the money. And I ended up going my junior year of high school, but the way the funds started coming together, it was just, I only knew it was God, Mm. and he really just showed his love for me. And that's like one of the (laughs) biggest examples I have of God's love because it was something that I really wanted to do and I was really passionate about. And God just stepped in. He, He said... I love you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bless you.
0: And here are these resources yeah, so you these can resources. Uh, go on this trip yeah. that you've been wanting to go on. Yes.
1: Yeah, There's know. one that I really like, uh, Psalms 23. I know yeah. many people know it. I'll just, uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. And then the rest of it talks about how he'll be there throughout the valley. You can read Oh, okay, because yeah. I know it's pretty long. So, <laughs> yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me; your your rod and your staff they come for me. Mm. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil; my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This passage means uh, a lot to me. Um like I'd mentioned earlier, I'll be graduating with my master's in children and family ministry. And graduation at my school, Bethel University, their tradition has always been on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to the registrar's uh, office, and they told me, no, we're not going to change it. We're going to leave it a Saturday. And I told them, okay, then I'm not going to participate. And I was discouraged because I really wanted to walk with my classmates. And two months later, they sent me an email saying graduation will be on a Sunday. Wow. And I wow. know that was God's love. That was yeah. his way of showing, right? Yeah. You know, I stayed faithful and it was it was amazing. And to this day, mm-hmm. I still don't understand how he yeah. could change their minds just for one true. person. Yeah, Because everyone's not Adventist, so. It's right. so yeah. a huge witness, so everyone's amazed by that. Yeah. So.
2: It's amazing how when you honor God, he just really comes through for his that people. Is true.
0: And, and, this is, and, and this is in this oh
3: I have do you an, want to, yeah i have another bible text in proverbs 8 um, verse 17 it says i love those who love me and those who seek me diligently will find me so it speaks to what you were just saying yeah. about seeking god right. and when you seek him what wonderful things can happen and um, yeah. i know that experience all too all too well recently i found myself without employment and i didn't know what to do and i knew that god would take care of that if i just sought him and mm-hmm and trusted that he had that love for me that um, that he would provide and I have a family to provide for and he knew that and miraculously out of the situation came a job that I had no idea that I was going to get or that it was going to be provided for me and then out of the blue it came and all I could do was praise God that it happened
0: Amen. so so God always comes through especially when it comes to the topic of being saved do we need to be saved
3: yeah, of course. Of course, they do. Of
2: course do to be
0: saved. So, is, is there uh, like, uh, sort of a, a prescribed method of, of being saved? I mean, what's the first thing that needs to happen before anybody can be saved?
2: I think that the first thing that anyone should do is just recognize their need for God mm-hmm. and recognize how hopeless we are without Him. And actually, it's so interesting. I have an example. Yeah. I just found out that. Um, Not just found out, but I recently was told that I need glasses. And so now I have glasses, but before having glasses, I had gotten so used to seeing things the way that they were. And when we recognize that we need God and He comes into our lives, He changes the way Mm -hmm. our life is completely. So we need to just recognize first that we need the Lord and... Accept him and when he comes into our lives, he'll just change everything like how when I got my glasses I could just see completely better Mm
1: -hmm. And I wanted to add on to that like how we ask God to help us see things through his eyes Yeah, instead of our eyes because our um, abilities are limited, you know, but with him He can help us to see things a little different and how to treat others And um, that can help us you know being saved so so
0: so in order for us to be saved we definitely have to acknowledge the fact that we need saving and we have a true need uh, for Jesus to come into our lives and 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 get us out of out of the 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 situation the mess that we're in right right? so so what is the role of of, of guilt Uh, what is the proper role of guilt in, in in someone's in a Christian's life
3: I believe when you have, um, it's like the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes and you have that conviction, the Holy Spirit is is, your con- is somewhere in your conscience. It gives you that, um, that notion of right from wrong. And I think guilt plays a part in the sense of that it, it gives you that essence of what is right and what is wrong and what... Can you do in that walk with Christ that, you know, you've realized finally um, that you are you know, a sinful being? And there's oftentimes we get to, we sometimes think that, oh, well, we're not, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not that bad or, or you yeah. know. And, and that guilt aspect helps us to realize, bring it back home, yeah. that we're all, we're all sinful. We're yeah. all born into sin. We are all sinful. And that this righteousness that God's given us is a gift. And we have mm-hmm. to really, you know, appreciate that. And I think that guilt plays a part in knowing how wonderful a gift it is. Do you know what I
0: mean? yeah, yeah, it makes it makes perfect sense. Hey, go yeah. ahead.
3: I go think um, I
2: completely agree with what you were saying. And I believe guilt is like it's like a light bulb that can go off in our lives and it just shows us like just how um bad we are without Christ in our lives. And when we have guilt, it just leads us to draw ourselves nearer to God so that he can help us and fix our lives.
0: Exactly. You know, w- one interesting thing that, that came to mind was uh, when Jesus uh, told the woman, your faith has saved you mm-hmm. in uh, Luke chapter seven, mm-hmm. verse 50. So so then what I wanted, wanted to ask you is, uh, does our faith save us? I mean, is, is that all. I mean, we obviously acknowledge that first. We we have to realize that we need to be saved, right? Right. And then we we uh, talked about the importance of of guilt and and the fact that we need to understand our our need in the situation in which we find ourselves in order right. to to properly accept that gift. Now, then, is faith the next step? I mean, is that all we need to be saved? I mean, because in, in Luke 7:50, 50, right. Jesus told the woman, your faith has saved you.
3: There's often very uh, many texts in the Bible that, that speak to it's a righteousness by faith mm-hmm. that, you know, that God has given you his, his salvation and mm-hmm. righteousness by faith. And I think that it's the key righteousness, um, that your, um, faith is the key but when you have that faith when you put your faith in god it brings out everything else that that comes along with with it it's not just you know your faith is you know your believing in christ is what goes towards your salvation but it brings out so much more that you want to accomplish for christ it does, it it can be the stepping stone I think it's the stepping stone and that faith your righteousness by faith is the stepping stone to, to that salvation and it just brings out your love for god so much more and what can you do as a christian now
0: right
1: and it's not that we're saved by works because it's right. always everyone's always talking about oh you have to go by this or that to be saved right. if you don't follow the bible a certain way or do things a certain way out of tradition then you can't be saved and i think people right. tend to you know be a little too legalistic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah so it's true mm-hmm. to go by faith and our relationship right with god yeah. helps us to you know.
0: so so what um why must we why must we be careful in understanding the role of faith in regards to prayer especially about healing
2: well when it comes to healing i believe that well just in general um god's will is going to be done no matter what and sometimes in healing it may not be god's will for this person to be healed of cancer for this person not to have diabetes or whatever Mm -hmm. their illness is and so i believe that it's important for us as christians to have faith in god knowing that you know let's say our mother does end up dying from cancer, God still knew what was best in the end. So we should just have faith in him and trust him that no matter what the outcome is, God, you know, is still gonna take care of us and everything will happen according to his will.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and and that's important um, because we know that um, that's the only way that we can move beyond our our current state right. to, to a better place mm-hmm. uh, in the parable of the wedding I found in Matthew chapter 22 verse 2 through 14 why did the king want to be sure that every guest had the wedding garments for the feast why couldn't they just wear their own
3: <laughs> I think it was kind of like a it was his gift it was this gift to, yeah. to everyone, and and it was it was that symbolism that that he was able to designate to those who he had chosen and who had been willing to accept his gift when so many hadn't accepted his gift, mm-hmm. and he had given this cloak as a representation of their want to be with him and vice versa. Yeah. And I believe that the cloak also
2: symbolized that they were all on one accord and like if you are all dressed in the same garments, then you, you're all on the same page, so to speak.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and uh, it, it symbolizes uh, unity. Unity, well. yeah. Uh, huh. Well, and, um, why was must we be careful in understanding the role of faith in regards to prayer, especially about healing? Well, um... Mm-hmm.
2: I think that with, when you have faith knowing that God will heal your family member, it just shows, because healing is like one of the things that's dearest to our heart, like our health is really important. Mm -hmm. And so when you have faith knowing that God will take care of your health situation, it just shows that you really love God and
3: you truly believe that He will come through for you. Just um, last um, last summer, my son unexpectedly, he was five years old at the time, mm-hmm. he unexpectedly um, had appendicitis, mm-hmm. and we rushed him to the hospital, Yeah, and we didn't we at first we didn't know what it was and then when the doctors came and told us and he had his emergency surgery and the appendix had burst um, He had to stay in the hospital for nine days and that walk through faith of that healing process as a parent um, And not only as a daughter of Christ. It was a very um, I can say a trying moment for me um, to put my faith in the healing, you know like god is going to take care of my son he mm-hmm. is going to take care of the the healing that um needs to happen to yeah. his little body and um and we're going to have faith through this process mm-hmm. and i can honestly say that that process was a very ebb and flow um when he did well you you know there was there was this you know, praising and then when it was back down it was you know you you Pull on that, you know, yearning for God to just, you know, show show your will in everything. And I, I'm proud to say, and happy to say, and and praising the Lord that my son came out of it. Um, but I know okay. that, that that healing um, and that healing that faith and and the prayer through healing is is very, um, um it's very tough on the heart. Yeah. You know, it's very, it's a
1: le- it's a lesson learned. Right. And I wanted to mention, like, when we have faith, sometimes we still doubt God. Mm -hmm. And when you have doubts, how can you have this faith in God to do what he needs to do. And we need to allow him to have full control and that will help us when it comes to being saved. And I know we all struggle with that. I struggle with that too. I know you have moments where you're you're like, I have faith in God, but I don't know, is he really going to come through for me in this? So I think, you know, as Christians, you know, it's something, you know, it's a challenge, but if we just put all faith in God, complete faith, knowing he can take care of the situation, full control, then, you know, I think what will help us to
2: um, have stronger faith in God is just to realize how much love he has for us and that in the end, he wants what's best for us. He's not gonna let us fail. He's not gonna, you know, we may go through struggles and hard times, but in the end, God mm-hmm. loves us. And so right. he's gonna do what will help us in the end. And so when we're struggling, I think mm-hmm. it's just important to remember that and that will get us through and help us with our faith. Yeah.
0: yeah, and. Uh, it, it, uh, that's absolutely right, uh, which uh, reminds me of, of why, why, why do we have to always understand that our salvation comes only from the coverings that Christ gives us as a gift? I mean, why, why is that so important and, and realize that our own garments are not enough, that we need the, the garments? Just like the king gave his garments to all those who attended his, his uh, um, event, uh, why, why is it important to acknowledge this?
2: if we acknowledge that um, it's a gift we'll realize that there's nothing that we can do on our own it's being given to us and all we have to do is just accept it we can't save
3: ourselves I think the term gift is a really interesting concept Mm -hmm. because I feel like the word gift has kind of a catch-22 feeling yeah Um, because a gift can either be here you go. It's a gift, yeah. and no, no cost to you. Mm-hmm. No, you don't have to do anything. And I just want—I wanted to. And you yeah. can have that joy of feeling, wow, that's so special. And but then there's also the catch-22 feeling of, how much did they did they give yeah. to give that to me? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that guilt—did did I remember to get them something? Did, you know. And there's that catch-22 feeling about that gift. And it's amazing how. God gave us that gift mm-hmm. with no strings attached.
1: Right. That's right. That's right. Even though we were undeserving, it's mm-hmm. amazing that gift, because some people, they don't give you a gift. They feel like, mm, you don't deserve this. <laughs> yeah. But with him, it was like, you know, what, I, I love you so much. I created you, and I'm going to give you this gift regardless because I want you to be saved. Yeah. Right, so.
2: and he expects nothing in return, right. well, except for our, our dedication to him, but, you
0: know
1: and I'm glad you
0: I'm glad you touched on that because one of the the lesson uh, that we're we're talking about today uh, talks specifically about the outcomes Mm -hmm. you know what happens when um, you realize that you need saving you know that your guilt um, allows you to uh, realize what state you're in Mm -hmm. and then move on to the next step which is to accept his gift uh, of Mm -hmm. salvation so so the lesson talks about the night the, the 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 results of this which is to become a follower of Jesus uh, to uh, disciples of Jesus uh, why um, why is this aspect important uh, in our lives as Christians to reach this level after accepting that special gift
2: well this aspect in my opinion is important because um, when you decide to follow Jesus because yeah. you want to be saved, it's not going to be easy. And, mm-hmm. you know, people, you're, you might lose friends, right. um, yeah. you might lose opportunities that come your way. It's not yeah. going to be easy. And so um, the difficulties that come with following Christ, mm-hmm. they're going to be a lot. But you just have to know that in the end it will be worth it because our crown will be waiting for us when we get to heaven.
3: And Christ even told his disciples that you're going to have to give up everything, you know, if you can't give up your family, if you can't give up your mother, father, yeah. if you can't give up, you know, and carry your cross and follow me, like, you know, this it's going to be a difficult journey. And so just by, you know, what the disciples alone, what he was discussing with them, yeah, that they'd have to do, mm-hmm. just imagine how even more now there are so much more things in this um, world that maybe we'd have to give up yeah. to follow Christ. Yeah. It. I mean, there are different things—not maybe the same—but they're different things. Um, maybe some people do have to go through um, that trial of leaving a family yeah. in order to follow Christ. Um, and but there might be other things that they have to give up to to make that walk with God. And every day, you know, you just have to keep putting that faith and trust in God that that's leading to your salvation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, one of the uh, amazing things is uh, how um, the um, the lesson quotes Ellen G. White, you know, in, in one of her writings, uh, Steps to Christ, in uh, pages 26 and 27, you know, one of the things that she says is that we should behold the Lamb of, of God upon the cross of Calvary. And uh, the mystery of redemption begins to unfold in our minds as the goodness of God leads us to repentance. In dying for sinners, Christ manifested a love that is incomprehensible. And as the sinner beholds his love, it often it softens the heart, impresses the mind, and inspires contrition in the soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so these are all signs that, uh, these are all results that point out to true repentance Um, but I I, and so my question to you is is it is it easy in in our world nowadays to to find true repentance and true acceptance of that special gift that God has given us?
1: I think it's a a daily renewal like every day we have challenges and You have habits that you're not proud of, and it's something you work at, (laughs) you know, every day of your life. So, you know, I mean, you can repent, and then you find yourself, oh, slipping back and saying, oh, Mm -hmm. this is not good. But the Is that wrong, though? No, not at all, because we're sinful beings, and it's going to happen. But at least we know that when we're saved that God gives us this gift um, to uh, continue being better and to follow his footsteps and, you know.
3: I agree with Tanya. I I agree. A true repentance is that, you know, knowing what, what it was and then working on it every day. It's, it's, a, it's a work in progress. I mean, you're, you're always, you know, striving to be better. You're always striving to, you know, be more like Christ. It's never, and you know, we're, we're always going to be sinners and we're never going to be perfect ever, you know, until God comes again. We aren't. And so it's a constant every morning wake up and that's why i think the devotion of prayer right. is so you know amazing when you wake up and you do your devotion and that's what keeps you going and yeah. if you don't have that then i would say it would be more easy to slip it's just right. you know you when you have that constant relationship mm-hmm. with christ and knowing the gift that he has i mean yeah. how can you not want to keep you know right going?
0: trying you know and, exactly. and, and so so it's not wrong to 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 fail, for for no. example, or come no. short once in a while.
2: It's yeah. gonna happen.
0: It's gonna happen. we were born <laughs> in
2: sin. Yeah. Oh,
0: um, so so the le- so what are the key points uh, in in summary that the lesson is is sharing or shared with us today? Well, go ahead. Oh no, uh, I was I
1: was okay, still thinking. Okay.
3: Yeah. I think a key but, point yeah. is that you know one of the key points is that salvation is a gift. And I and for me, I mean, even though I think I've known that it was just in studying the lesson that just stuck out to me. That word is just gift. It's a gift. And it's free. It's free. Like, that's amazing. Like, just to remember that it is a gift. You know,
2: I think another key point is just to
3: recognize that we truly need God
2: and that we cannot make it on our own. And like we were just talking about. It's a constant daily thing. We have to continue to renew our relationship with Christ each day when we wake up. It's like being in a relationship with someone, you don't just talk to them one time, you talk mm-hmm. to them constantly. Right. Right. And so with our relationship with Christ, we have to continue to work on it each and every day.
0: like yeah. that. And, and it doesn't matter uh, whether you know, the, the, what, what mistakes I've made. You know, it, 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 What matters is that I remember.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. that
0: he's there for me on um, a mm-hmm. daily basis, and that he's g- willing to give me this opportunity right. to, to move forward right. and, and become a better person each day. Right. Well, that's, that's very interesting. Uh, and so in, in conclusion, uh, because we're, we're almost out of time, um, what, what would we say to, to someone who, um, who's struggling and uh, needs to, to make this, this next step in their lives?
1: I would tell a person, um, we're all imperfect. We all, Mm -hmm. you know, make mistakes. But remember that God loves you no matter what. There's Mm -hmm. always redemption out of that uh, rock bottom that you've hit. God is waiting, always waiting for us to just take him back and allow him to work through us and to continue that daily renewal. Mm -hmm. And he will save you, you know, if you're willing to let him work in your life and Mm -hmm. use you to be a servant. So that's what I would tell a person.
3: I would tell him to pray and to continue your relationship with Christ every day Mm -hmm. I mean every day work on it every day and every I mean that's what everybody I mean that's what I need to do I know that's what Mm -hmm. I need to do every day I need to get out my Bible I need to have a devotion and I need to do that every day just to be remind remind myself of his love and his gifts for me and how he's here always I would agree and I would just say that you know, God in His mercy,
2: He just loves us so much that He's just waiting for us to just say, Lord, I surrender, I can't do anything on my own. And once we do that, you know, God will do the rest. We just have to acknowledge that we need Him and He's there for us.
0: So what would you say would be the one common theme in the lesson that we've studied today?
3: I think that the one common commonality through what we've been saying is that the righteousness is by faith. That here, you know, we've been talking about all these different aspect gifts and, and putting our um, trust and love in God. And it's right just as my faith.
1: Well, I want to add something real quick. Oh, and yes. Grace yes. is, of mm-hmm. course, uh, the most amazing gift we have from God. And, you know, when it plays into that, you're just so thankful. And knowing that you're saved regardless of how fragile or um, broken we are. So I think grace is a huge part, too.
0: Well, I want to thank you, Tanya, Heather, and uh, Tiffany, for joining uh, me uh, today for, for this lesson. And if you would like to contact us, please visit our website at www.sabbatschoolu.org. That's www.sabbatschool, u.org. Remember, the goal of Bible study is information and transformation. It's for the head and for the heart. For Sabbath School University, I'm Josh Rosales.